Go home. Go home. Go home. And welcome to episode 73 of the Go Home Show. I am your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Abushakra. Brian, Yo. how are you doing today? I am weird. Whoa. That's even better than good. Yep. What's What's got you so fucking weird? Is uh, it is it that we've done 73 of these? It's that we've done 73 of these. Wow. You know, seventy. Rule, that's rule 73. Rule 73. Look it up on the internet. Look up rule 73. That's probably some kind of cool thing. Yeah. What could it be? It's something weird. Like Brian is right now. Brian! Yeah. What's got you weird? Why are you feeling weird? Uh, yesterday I traveled um, back from uh, Canada. Uh-huh. Brian was in... was in um, Montreal. Brian was in Maryville, Quebec, Canada. I actually was. Oh, were you really? That's where the wedding was. Are you serious? It was in Maryville. That was... That's what I was going to bring up. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's when, so weird. When, when he was announced on Raw, yeah. I went, oh, fuck. They're saying Maribel. Yeah. I was there. It's like... 15, 20 minutes uh, outside of uh, Montreal City. Or, yeah, like, M- Montreal. For people that don't understand, that's where that's where Owens is built from. Kevin yeah. Owens is built from, from Maryville, Quebec, Canada. Yep. So it was... It was it that's wasn't that's until, really where you were? Yeah, it oh, wasn't so until weird. Monday that I realized, I was like, oh, shit, I was in Maribel. What the fuck? Oh, damn, I should have tweeted at him. And then he would have probably said something mean to me. Yeah, yeah, he probably would have. But he's the best on Twitter. Oh, God, he's so good on Twitter. Yep. That's uh, that's fun. Um, but I was also in Montreal, so I was where uh, Sammy Zane's from, uh-huh. and uh, and I went to Schwartz and ate some uh, smoked meat. <coughs> and uh, oh, that's like the like the most famous smoked meat place in all of Montreal. It's like over a hundred and forty years old. Yeah, guys, that's the most. If you guys were talking about the other famous smoked meat places in Montreal, there are you dumb motherfuckers. We weren't talking about Schwartz. No, nope. Schwartz is number one. Yeah, fucker. Tweet it, uh, Schwartz, if they have a Twitter. And tell them, hey, uh, it was uh, you guys are the best. Uh, Brian said so. Thank you to our sponsor this week, Schwartz Smoked Meats from Montreal, Quebec, Canada. It was great. I bought uh, two uh, cranberry malt liquors from the liquor store next door. What the fuck is cranberry malt liquor? I don't know. They were like uh, rasburitas or whatever. Oh, oh. yeah, because I wanted to get. Oh, drunk. that that's what it is. Yeah, but it's cranberry flavor. Yeah, it was okay. or strawberry. I don't right. know. It tasted like ass, and I was drinking. It. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's sweet malt yeah. liquor. Ten percent. And I had two of them, and then I ate smoked meat and drank a, uh, I don't, I I guess it's Canadian Coke up there, because it was glass bottle Coke, Mm -hmm. uh, but it didn't have any Mexican on it. Um, I know it's Spanish. Um, (laughs) Oh my god. Oh my god. It's okay. Uh, I pass. Um, Welcome to the offensive episode (laughs) of the Go Home Show. Um, and, And I ate like a plate of just, it's, it's so tender and flaky and just delicious, and you get like mustard on it and you just Ugh, yeah. you just eat it with uh oh, but it's not it? like yellow mustard it's like good mustard right it, it's it's yellow mustard no. but it's but it's not french's no. even though it's in a french's bottle gross um and Yuck. and it's no it's honestly that and then a plate of poutine right next to it Ooh, nice. oh god that sounds it's, like it was it was good especially because i drank both of those tall boy cans on my own because i thought uh my brother and my cousin were gonna drink with me uh-huh. it was 10 a.m but uh, I'm on vacation, and uh, you know, uh, in San Diego it's seven a.m. So you know, so so it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, uh, uh, but it was good. It, it was cool to be. You, you had a good time. We had a great time. You man. had a great time with malt liquor and smoked meats. Yep, and and poutine and a bunch of like friggin' ridiculous food. Mo- Montreal is a great place to go if you want to eat a lot. Uh, so if you guys uh, are looking for a good destination uh, for food. Check it out, and then you can drive up and hang out with Kevin Owens. He's just hanging out places. Yeah, he's just saying. Yeah, you know how uh, you know how wrestlers are like never on the road and never. they're always just you know at home and hanging out and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's easy. He's, he's pop up power bombing cars. Yeah, how is uh, how's Maryville? How what did you think of that? It's, is it just like a small oh my town? God, it's it's it, no, it's like a normal. It's like a suburb basically. Uh-huh. But uh, everything in Canada is like green. Uh-huh. So it's just we were at a golf course and it was just lush green dense trees everywhere. Mm. We're and, in the middle of a drought so we don't have that. Oh, they they don't have that problem. They're <laughs> surrounded by water. Um 
it, we are only in in a drought. Yeah, like California only yeah. is in a drought. Yeah. And, it, and it blows my mind because I would be like running water and be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, got to conserve that. And no, people that, are like, no, no, that means they brainwashed you, yeah. Ryan. That means that means you bought into the system. Yeah, Fucking don't let the don't let the system control you. Just one Pepsi. All I wanted was one Pepsi, and they wouldn't give it to me. Don't yeah. worry, there's a Godzilla there's a Godzilla El Nino on the way. Did you see this? No what? There's a headline. Uh-huh. There's been this headline going around call like people have been calling this there's an El Nino coming. Yeah. Uh which uh, reminds me of like the year 1997 or 1998. I feel like I, it was 90 I, it was when we were in like 7th grade. It, 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 yeah, it was right around there like 98. No, I'm sorry. It was like when we were 7 years old. No, no. It was? No, uh, it, we were we were older than that. I think we were in like 5th or 6th. So, because I, it it just reminds me of a time of watching Friends and listening to my Hanson CD. Damn. Yeah. So, wait, that, that was Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. (laughs) Brian, don't worry. I had that CD too. I know you did. I love that CD. That's a great album. Go get that Third Eye Blind's uh, self-titled album. Excellently produced 90s album. You are, you're kidding yourself if you're putting it past, past you, them, to go listen to it. Go listen to it. It's very good. (laughs) It's very good. Third Eye Blind, thank you very much for sponsoring this podcast. Sh- Shouts out also. semi charmed uh semi-charmed uh, type of podcast. Yep. I wish you would step back from that mic, my friend. What? Thank you, Third Eye Blind. Uh, so there's a Godzilla El Nino. Uh-huh. That is what they're calling it because it's so big. Yeah. That's not a scientific term no. and it makes me so mad. Why are they calling it Godzilla? Because everyone's fucking stupid. Why aren't they calling it a Gojira? Yeah, guys, why aren't you calling it a Gojira size El Nino? Why why come? I think it's culturally offensive. Again, episode 73, the offensive episode. How come you didn't call it Gojira? Yeah. How why come? I don't get it. That's called that's cultural appropriation. There it calling is. it by Godzilla. That's like I only call countries by their actual names that they call it within the country. Yeah. Deutschland. Nippon. What do they call Mexico in Mexico? Mexico? Yeah, okay. That's fine. I call America Los Estados Unidos, though, because we don't have no, we don't, we're not, we're not allowed to have that culture. Mm-mm. We have to call it by other names. Yep, Los Estados Unidos. I think Los Estados Unidos sounds cool as fuck. That's... What's what's Lebanon in in Lebanese? Lebanon. 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 It's Lebanon. Lebanon. It's it, it's the same thing. It's just said basically faster. Lebanon. The uh, or the inflection has changed, I guess. Lebanon. All, all I did when I was in uh, Montreal was read all the French signs with absolutely no French. <laughs> <laughs> this is the offensive yeah, episode. So how did that go? W- oh, it it would make everybody around me uh, very uncomfortable because they had no idea why I was doing it. <laughs> hey, why does that sign say Ubert? <laughs> hey, hey, Peter, do we need to take the 15 Nord or the 15 Sud? Oh, God. Ew. Ew. That sounds awful. <laughs> you know, I just figure use all the letters that they put in the word since they don't want to use it themselves, yeah. these motherfuckers. Yeah, Brian's, Brian's saying use all the letters. He's... Brian's kind of like the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. Like, use all the letters. Use I'm, all the part of the word. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, uh, I'm like the reverse language police. Brian is just like the reverse language police. Well, the language police is... Right, they're, they're saying you have to do it the way that they say... Brian's yeah. saying, no, you spelled it this way. Mm-hmm. So Use all the letters. Use all the letters. Yeah. Don't, don't make waste of letters. Yeah. Either that or get rid of them. Yeah. You know? Because they would say, like, the fret, for example, like, Fast and Furious, mm-hmm. like the uh, IOUS, mm-hmm. Fast and Furious, like yeah. they wouldn't, it's like you're losing out on yeah. a lot. Or or my favorite example is uh, a frog mm-hmm. is uh, Le Grand Oui, but uh, the word is spelled G-R-E-E-N-O-U-I-L-L-E. What? Yep. Look it up. That's a lot of extra letters for fucking frog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Especially when you're saying Grand Oui. That's dumb. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing that, French? Yeah. French, we know you're listening to this podcast. French Montana, the rapper, we know you're listening French to this Stewart. podcast. French Stewart. French Stewart, we know you're listening to this podcast. French's, the company who makes mustard and those little, like the little onion, you know, like the yeah, little like onions. Capers. Yeah, yeah, like the little onion, like their fried onion string type oh, yeah, things, yeah, those yeah. things. Oh, those Thank you to our sponsor, French's. Send us onions. And uh, don't send us mustard. Eric. Don't. Like... Please don't send us mustard. That's nothing against your mustard. I'm just saying, in general, I don't enjoy mustard. That kind of mustard is not. Good. I don't like. I don't like mustard much at all. Um, 
Did you watch any movies on the plane, Brian? Uh, I did. What'd you watch? I watched Whiplash. Did you really? Yeah. Dude, you can't... You, I was gonna say you can't get away from that movie, but you won't let yourself get away from that movie. I don't want to. Oh my I, god. I, I, watched, uh, I watched that with my dad, and then uh, I watched half of it, mm-hmm. because we were landing, and then when we got back to San Diego, I put the rest of it on uh, when we landed, so we could finish watching the movie, because I knew I wouldn't get my dad in the same room again to watch Dude. it. Dude. And then when it was done, uh, my roommate Andrew and his girlfriend were there, and I went... So he wants to watch this movie again. Oh my god. That I movie, it's so good. cannot get enough of that I told movie. you, and it took you so long. Like, you only just watched it like a month ago. Yeah, it took me so long just because I wasn't making myself sit down and watch mm-hmm. movies. That That's all that Whip, was. Whiplash is incredible. If that's... you haven't watched that movie, it doesn't matter if you don't care about drums or or jazz music. Mm-hmm. You just have to watch that movie. Damn, you just gotta, you gotta check it out. It's amazing. Whiplash is great. You didn't watch any other movies on the plane? Uh, I watched, in, in complete silence, uh, the first half of Age of Ultron. That movie looks miserable. It's just... You watched it in complete silence. Yeah, well, no. I watched it while my dad talked at me about things that made him upset. Um... (laughs) <laughs> so that was that was how I dealt with it, and and honestly, <laughs> the visuals matched the words because I couldn't care about either of the two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great! Yep, it was it was fun though. Oh, uh, I I own uh, fun fact: I own a, uh, a new 3DS XL. Mm-hmm. I own a PS Vita, mm-hmm. and I traveled with a DS Lite. Why? Tetris. Oh my god. It's the only game, or it's the only system that has the best Tetris for handhelds, which is Tetris from the Game Boy Advance. Wow. So that's what I took to Canada with me, instead of my 3DS, the new 3DS, and a PS Vita. It's it's weird. That's what, I'll play that for an hour, and it, like I won't even know where time went. Jesus Christ. It's, it's I'm like... I was sitting there going, I need to look up videos to get better at Tetris. Jesus, man. I get fucked up with that game. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you had a good vacation. I did, It sounds like you had some good time away, and now we're back to the professional wrestling grind, if you will, because uh, we got no Lucha Underground. Damn. That's why we were talking so much about, for 10 minutes, we've been talking about things. Things. Uh, You know, we got to fill time somehow, and we figured this way, and then we can talk about SummerSlam here at the end, uh, because SummerSlam is coming up. We're going to talk about the go-home show for Raw, for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll go over our predictions and things like that for SummerSlam. Uh, but we have no Lucha Underground. Sad day. It's a... Uh, hey, it is a sad day. Uh, Lucha Underground being gone is tough because I'm missing that wrestling style a lot. Yeah. Uh, I was asked recently, somebody said, hey, I'm not. there's no Lucha Underground. What do I watch as a replacement? Uh, something bloody. CZW? I, <laughs> uh, when it was asked, when something bloody was said, because I haven't had a chance to reply to him, and, and it's something bloody. Oh, I got, I don't, New Japan? Yeah. I guess, but that's not that bloody. They had the G1 Climax, I guess. Yeah, G, yeah G1 finished, and um, that's something I'd like to catch up on if, if yeah. we get time or whatever. Um, hopefully you guys out there enjoyed G1 and enjoyed New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, not being able to uh, stream it from our PlayStations makes it very difficult to uh, makes it very very difficult yeah. to uh, want to subscribe to that. Mm-hmm. Also, it's all in Japanese. Well, I mean, I guess it really doesn't matter anymore because that's how we have to watch any wrestling that isn't on the WWE network. Yeah, right. Yeah, because we can't watch it on uh, we can't watch it on PlayStation because Daily Motion's a stupid piece of shit. The new app for Daily Motion's a piece of shit. And we talked about this last week. Mm. It, is there an app on the PS4 for Daily Motion? I can't find it. I heard that there was one, but I can't find it. Maybe for the PS3. Oh, I'll have to look on the PS3 then. That 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 might be good because honestly, it it's really a bummer. You used to be able to watch all of that just easy, and now it stream through Daily Motion. And now we can't. So, oh I mean, well. I don't mind plugging in my computer. That's and that's the way the cookie crumbles, and that's that's. How the news goes. Have you been watching Rick and Morty? No, I haven't actually. Oh, man. I watched uh, those episodes with you, and then I haven't gone back and watched anything else. Yeah. I, I did, while I was in Canada, uh, order uh, Mr. Show Complete DVD Collection on oh, wow. uh, DVD. When are you going to find time to watch that? Uh, I, I guess the time when I'm watching Lucha Underground. That's true. <laughs> That's, you're right. I was wrong. Yep. 
There I'm, you go. I'm pretty excited. It was 20 bucks. I had a $25 gift card. Hell yeah. It cost nice. me nothing. Nice, nice, nice. So again, as a replacement for uh, uh, Lucha Underground, Mr. Show. We're going to talk about Mr. Show. Go ahead and watch Mr. Show. Uh, I want to watch something that's like Lucha Underground comparable. Mr. Show, the uh, ni- the mid nineteen nineties sketch comedy show starring Bob Odenkirk and David Cross. You'll love it. Scott Ackerman from uh, Comedy Bang Bang wrote for that show. I did not know that. Yep, I know a lot of people uh, came from that show. Yes, a lot because uh, it's very funny. Mm-hmm. Yep, I I made my brother watch the audition um, because I was trying to find the it's just the best comedy sketch. Absolutely, it is so perfectly paced and so perfectly timed and so well acted. Yep, and it's just it's really well written and mm-hmm. because. There, there can be a hundred sketches like that. We're fifteen minutes in the show. We haven't talked about wrestling. That's fine. There's so many sketches that can be like that that just turn that way, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh yeah, that's okay." The, it's like, it pays off so well. Yeah. Every time, every time that same beat happens, mm-hmm. you're like, you're ready for it, and it keeps paying off, and it keeps paying off. And it pays off bigger, and it pays off bigger, and it's so... God, it's so good. It's, it's really good. It was because um, we were uh, leaving somewhere, mm. and uh, and whoever we were with that time happened to be walking in the same direction we were after we said goodbye. And that's oh, another... yeah, that's... I love that sketch. That's another sketch by Mr. Show, but I didn't remember the name of it, mm-hmm. so I couldn't... I was trying to find it, but mm-hmm. I didn't know how to look it up, so instead I'm like, hey, uh, let's watch this instead. This is probably the best comedy sketch of all yeah, time. Yeah, And uh, and so then I went, you know what? Fuck it. I need to own this finally. That's good. Because I've only watched clips from that show. I've never watched the whole series. Yep. Uh, they they are coming. Mr. Show's sort of coming back for, I think, four or five episodes on oh, really? Netflix called Bob and David. And oh, okay. it's it's a lot of like the the writing and, and the original actors and everything oh, that were yeah. on that show. Hell yeah, um, coming together and doing like a I think like four episodes and one of the episodes is like a behind the scenes type thing. Oh, that's just cool. just like a real short thing on on Netflix, which is very cool. But Brian, yes, we have some wrestling to get to. Yes, so that way we can talk about uh, Super Slam with John Cena. Uh, we have uh, SummerSlam predictions and things at the end. Yeah, uh, which honestly, who cares? Because uh, we're gonna. I think SummerSlam's. I think SummerSlam's going to be cool and weird, and uh, things are going to matter, and then other things are not. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of that. I, I think this is going to be like a uh, early '90s. I think it's going to be very uh, a, a culmination for some feuds, and some feuds are rolling right into Night of Champions. Yep. Uh, so I guess we'll see. We will see. We will. But let's get on to next. Yes. Uh, NXT starts with Regal agreeing. To the ladder match for Balor and Owens. Yeah. He says that he's doing this thing. You wrote Steven Regal? Yep. You wrote Steven Regal confirming the NXT championship being a ladder match. Uh Uh-huh. Steven Regal. Uh Uh-huh. Steven Regal. Yep. What the fuck? (laughs) Why did you write Steven? Why did you write Steven Regal? Are you serious? (laughs) What the fuck? That's like if I wrote Triple H's name. Oh, here's Stephanie McMahon and Tara Rising. Like, what the fuck? He's always been Steven Regal in my mind. His name is William Regal. I know. I know. What the fuck? (laughs) Oh, fuck. Speaking of which, I bought his book. Oh, hell yeah. Walking a Golden Mile. Look at how old this fucking is. Holy shit. He was super on pills. Oh, you you don't say. Black Hookers and Crack is chapter 12. Oh, my God. Whoa. Yep. Uh... I, I don't know, like, hey, Daniel Daniel Bryan's book came out, and it was like... I, I, I read the shit out of it, and he said that he... Re- Daniel Bryan, in the middle of that book, said, hey, I really recommend William Regal's book, so I grabbed it. Yeah, uh, th- that is something I'll read before I read Daniel Bryan's book. And, and I know... Wow. and I and that's, I, a, that's a bold statement. And I know that that's, that might be weird to some people, but mm-hmm. I've always had a, a special spot in my heart for William Regal. But that's why I bought that book, too. I'm sorry, you mean Stephen Regal. Stephen Regal. Uh, Jesus, I can't I think that. I think he would be very... Eff- luckily, episode 73, the offensive episode. Yep. <laughs> He's a man's man. He's a man. Uh, so Stephen Regal agrees to the ladder match for Balor and Owens. Uh, he <laughs> says, may both men have lucky... Times. Whatever. So, lucky times. <laughs> may they both have lucky cat. The cat that does this. Is the offensive episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, Solomon Crow versus Ty Dillinger. The perfect ten. Wait, this looks like. Shouts out, shouts, bang. 
Shouts out Tidell, debuting the new gimmick. Yes. So happy. I'm happy about this. Super fun, super goofy. It's new, and the crowd always pops big for new, Mm -hmm. but I think this is a fun thing where he can be, he can continue being the sort of like, you know, part-timer jobber guy that he is in, in NXT, but now he can have a gimmick. Yeah. And I like this gimmick. Of ten, and I think it's going over well with the crowd. Too. Again, but but I I have a hard time just taking it as like the crowd really likes it. They are, but it's also new. Yeah. So new new is always going to get a reaction. Yeah. Um, he's the perfect ten. Then he does a cartwheel, and he does perfect ten mm-hmm. again. Uh, Ty Dillinger exposes the knee halfway through the match, but doesn't do anything with it. He just. Exposes the knee. Yeah, that was a little odd. Uh, Dillinger controls most of this match. Solomon Crow has a rally and hits a rolling cutter. I don't know why he's allowed to do that. He he hits a cutter mm. like a like an RKO or a diamond cutter, but he does it from like he does it like a like a spin out yeah. into a cutter, which is interesting to me. It didn't it didn't look enough like an R. I mean it it it, it does it does, but I I understand he's not the setup's different and everything, but yeah. still like. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying, though. You know, it, it still looks like it, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know. Um, so, rally from Crow, and then he, he hits that rolling cutter, toss to the outside, he comes back in, Dillinger with that exposed knee hits, like, a kneeling code breaker? Yeah. It's like a knee to, like, the temple-type move, but from the opponent in a kneeling position, I, right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't think it's the most impactful or interesting move, but I think it works for him as like a scrappy, like that came out of nowhere type little move. Yeah. Um, so and I thought that was very cool. Looks big enough to finish a match. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think if it was like a mid-match move, it would be like, oh, wow, that was pretty big. Yeah. Um, but it's not huge. I think it fits his character. Definitely. Um, it's more of a uh, form over function kind yep. of thing. Yeah. It, yeah, exactly. Uh, we got a Mojo and Zack Ryder promo outside. They're outside. Zack Ryder is on his phone, and Mojo is dressed in his gear and running around like a Labrador Retriever. Yeah, well, I just wrote backstage with the Yippie Dogs. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to know if you watched it. Oh, man. Um, Mojo's hyped, and he had 12 girls. What? It was 10. No, it was 12. Yeah. At the end, remember? He remembered it was 12. He started naming girls. That's offensive. Mojo, that's awful. Yeah, what are you doing, gentlemen? Don't discuss names. Yeah, Uh, Baron Corbin versus Alex Axel Tischer. So I almost called him Alex. That would have been terrible. No, no. Um, Axel Tischer Tischer just eats end of days. Post match, uh, Corbin cuts a promo about uh, dominating and how no one can keep up with him. And out comes Steve Cutler, who's getting a push. I'm just kidding. Steve Cutler just eats end of days, and then that's it. Baron Corbin grabs the mic and he's like, "What the fuck's up?" bitches he didn't say that part i should have and uh he says no one can stop me and then samoa joe comes out fuck right hell yeah that's awesome yeah i'm really excited Mm -hmm. um so samoa joe comes out he cuts a jomo on baron corbin uh they start kind of like oh we're gonna do this and corbin says no not right here not right now and then um goes to walk away and then they start fighting they start throwing hands uh, Corbin goes for he starts dominating Joe yep. he's beating the shit out of Joe and he goes for the end of days but it gets reversed into the Coquita clutch which oh, is that, that yeah, rear yeah. naked choke Love it. and uh, Corbin's left laying on the ground and Samoa Joe fucking stands strong so that's interesting right? That's dude hey for the first time in four or five months I'm interested in Baron Corbin so yep I, hey, I'm into it. Yep. Uh, we'll we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crowd fucking hated Baron Corbin, oh, too. I dude. really liked it. Yeah, it uh, was great. Got, got a, he had a lot of heat on him. It yep. was nice. Uh, Bullfit, iron, iron sharpens iron. You see there's a Bullfit t-shirt? No, I didn't. Yep. They, oh, that's they, awesome. They showed some new shirts. Uh, Blue Pants has a shirt. That's dumb. I saw that shirt. That's dumb. Yeah, it's 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 a shirt with pants on it. That's like if you, if you bought a shirt that said hat. Uh, uh, Team Hype or Hype Bros or whatever, they have a shirt. Uh, Bullfit yeah. has a shirt, and I thought there was one more, and it was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Uh, but I don't remember who it was, so, um, Me? oh, it's Apollo Crews. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and that was, like, since day one. Since and day it's, one. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, oh, it's like, oh, okay, that, that's all right. That's cool. Uh, Breeze, think, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, I think it's a little tacky that they're releasing, uh, it's the, it's the WWE, so mm-hmm. I get it, but it's kind of tacky to release a shirt before the guy's debut. Yeah, whatever. I mean, he's got something to wear. Yeah. Who, who, who cares? Um... Breeze cuts a selfie promo. 
Yeah. And he just talks about how he's going to take out Jushin Thunder Liger, and that's pretty much it. Um, I mean, I'm really excited for that match. Yep. Uh, our NXT champion is in action next, Finn Balor, against Small Business Kane. Uh, I forgot that was his name. Small Business Kane. <laughs> he's not Corporate Kane, he's nope. Small Business yep, Kane. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, uh, fuck. Poor fucking Marcus Louis having to still come out with this shitty fucking gimmick. Let the man grow some eyebrows. Let him grow some eyebrows. He's better than this. Let him sink his teeth into a different kind of character. Where's Sylvester LaFour? I don't know. He's around. Um, with his frizzy hair. Uh, Balor gets his shit in and hits coup de gras. Uh, post-match, Owens jumps Balor. I did not see this coming. Mm-mm. Uh, I thought that it was interesting to have, like, I really didn't think there was going to be a, like, a crossover. I thought it was just going to be like, okay, maybe there would be, like, some kind of promo. Maybe Owens would come up on, like, the Titantron type thing. No, he straight up jumped Balor. He goes for the apron powerbomb, but it gets blocked. Uh, Balor fights him off, hits a barricade dropkick, hits the corner dropkick, but it gets reversed. And then, uh, into the pop-up powerbomb, and Owens stands over and holds up fucking championship i love it Mm -hmm. yep did you see that uh uh nxt no wwe 2k16 nxt jesus christ wwe 2k16 started releasing entrances through ign oh yeah i saw Kalisto entrance came out oh i didn't see that owen's entrance came out Ooh, that's cool i saw the stardust uh and then the i didn't watch all of it but i saw the pictures of it yeah there there have been pictures of a few but like there have been uh there have only been like i think two videos two entrance videos Kalisto's looks really good Oh, Owens looks really good. I hate that every year I get really excited, excited for. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm definitely playing it. Oh, I know. Yep. It's just I know it's not going to be good. Yep, I'm with you. So we know. We all know. That's what they all say. Yep. They all say no. Uh, so Owens stands strong over the, holding the belt over Balor, and he's going to be the next NXT champion. Is what he's saying when he's not saying anything. It's awesome. Picture love- picture says a thousand words. I love that he doesn't say anything. A Vaudevillain's promo saying that they have a plan for the bliss problem, mm-hmm. the bliss factor. And then uh, they are blissfully unaware that Alexa Bliss is right there. And then she's up, she shows up and then slaps them both Slap. and gives them blisters. Oh, nice. I was trying to think of one. I did it. I did all of them. Yep. That is me, you fucking piece of shit. Mm. Offensive episode. It's mm. okay. We can say that because it's an offensive episode. Yep disclaimer disclaimer that's what's gonna open this it's gonna open with with uh the opening to uh jackass no the 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 song uh disclaimer from the offspring album god we're digging into the 90s hang on here. hang on uh ixnay on the ombre go ahead and listen to that because i think it's jello biafra talking about a disclaimer for the uh for the uh, for this offspring album and then it goes into mota i fucking love that album mota that's about smoking weed Ah. Mota is how you say it in like Spanish. Oh, I I don't know. That's how my it's how like my neighbor Larry. Oh yeah, you got Mota. What's up? Nah, I'm 15. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, Larry. I'm sorry, Larry. I'm nine. <laughs> he was a cool guy though. <laughs> uh, getting Apollo Cruz video package. Oh no, wait, hang on. I wanted to ask you. What do you think the Vaudevillain's plan is for Bliss? I re- like I I think they're gonna like tie her up Vaudevillain style. Do, do, but you know what I mean, right? Like, like, uh, yeah, and like tire like train tracks type thing. Yeah, or like wrap her full body around like yeah, that really, kind like, of thing. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that that's a way better idea than what I think they're going to do. <laughs> and that just popped into my head. That's very good. Yeah, I think they're just going to get blue pants because she has she has because she has a shirt. Uh huh. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a nice way to start a little feud. Yeah, I guess. I don't even know if she signed, but whatever. Um. <laughs> She's got a shirt. She has a shirt. If she's got a, I mean, kind of. Yeah. Uh, So what if they have? What What if they hand the pants to somebody else? (laughs) It's like the cowl. You're so. You're so like. You're so proud of yourself for that. Yeah. Uh, Apollo Crews video package. Uh, He's coming. Uh, His theme song is the song that plays in this uh, Mm -hmm. video package. So there you go. Uh, Main event time: Bailey versus Becky. Sasha's on commentary. Best sign of the night. Sasha three edges zero. <laughs> Great. Uh, I love the NXT crowd. Yeah, they're fun. They're they're really fun. Yep. Sasha was really fun on commentary. I thought she was a lot of fun on commentary. Shut up, Rich. Shut, that's the note that I wrote. Was shut up, Rich. <laughs> I mean, don't you think that 
you're gonna have to fight either one of these women. They're very determined to take your time. Shut up, Rich. All right. Well, there you have it. I love that she said that, and then Corey Graves went, "Yeah." <laughs> Corey Graves is so good. Yep. Uh, lots of arm work at the beginning of this match. Arm ringers into arm drags. There's a second rope arm drag. I thought that was very cool. Yeah, it looks good. Um, then Becky locks in that arm trap with her feet uh, on Bailey, where the arm's all out or whatever, and it's yeah. like hyperextending the elbow. I think that always looks really cool. Uh, there's a pump handle that gets reversed into a jackknife pin and then uh, for a two-count by Bailey, and then she goes for an Oklahoma t- roll for a two-count, and then she hits a backslide for a two-count. Uh, Becky Lynch hits kind of like a... Almost like a T-bone pump handle suplex. Yeah. It was from behind, so it looked kind of pump handle-y, but it was, it was like more of a T-bone suplex. Yeah. Um, but it looked good. Yeah. It looked really good. Yeah. I love her suplexes. Mm-hmm. I wish she would use those more. Mm-hmm. Um, Bailey hits a power slam, like British Bulldog style, like over the shoulder, Dude. like fucking... Becky goes to like the top rope, I assume, to go for that missile drop kick. Bailey knocks her down, grabs her, and then pulls her out and power slams her like British Bulldog and I thought that looked so good. I really, it was like totally different. Um, Really, really different and looked very, very cool. Um, Becky locks in the disarmor on Bailey, uh, but Bailey gets to the ropes. Bailey goes for the Bailey to belly. It gets reversed to an arm bar and that gets reversed into like a really tight, like big up on top roll up. Yeah. And uh, Bailey wins and uh, the end goes for a Bailey and Sasha stare down. Uh, I like it. As they will have a championship match at NXT TakeOver, which is this weekend, but I don't know when it actually airs. Do we get to watch it live? I don't... Because they haven't... I don't think they... No, it's Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. So I would assume it's live. Saturday night, that makes the feeling all right. Saturday night's all right for fighting. So they're going to have it on Saturday night. Yeah. Don't give me none of your aggravation. I've had it with your discipline. Saturday night's all right for fighting. Hey, guys, honestly, let a little action in. Get about as oiled as a diesel train. That's the best part. There's one part in that where he doesn't get high and, it, like, he doesn't go, diesel train, and it's like, oh, why am I even? And <laughs> then he does it the rest of the way. Um, who do you think's going to, let's go through uh, what you think about the card for NXT TakeOver. Uh, who do you think, Bailey or Sasha? It's got to be Bailey. Right? I It's Bailey, I would assume. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, uh, Sasha is not carrying the belt on Raw. Mm-mm. They're not letting her. No. Nope. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, some more matches got announced. Uh, well, let's see. Balor or Owens? It's a ladder match. Uh, so, what do you think? I gotta say it's Balor. Think so? I think Owens is done on NXT. Really? Uh, what else does he have to do? Uh, I don't know, but... Um... Having it be a ladder match and everything, I'm very interested, especially because it's like a New York crowd and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, there's no chance then, huh? You think it's just going to be straight up? So if if Owens does win, uh-huh. because this was something that I was uh, that I had written down um, about NXT that uh, that I can actually bring in here. So NXT is is everything. Even though it may not have like stellar wrestling right now because a lot of the talent's up, been called up, mm-hmm. it's still written well as a show. Okay, uh, it starts with a match. Uh huh. Like we talked, right, isn't it? Yeah, we yeah. talked last isn't... week about starting the show Get, with a match, getting right into the action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then like there's continuations of of feuds. There's tying back of feuds. Like there's a memory of about three months. Whereas with Raw, it's really about maybe four to five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pay-per-view to pay-per-view. Uh-huh. Uh, so I feel like really this is sort of the end of the Owens era. Okay, I can see that. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, he can't stay there forever. But but if they want to make it a touring thing, maybe they keep him there. But Yeah, but then who do you bring up against him? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you have him feud with ba- with Balor for a while? Or does Atomi come back and they have a feud? Mm-hmm. I, guess, I guess that's the only other thing. But Atomi's out for another four months? Yeah, I don't know. So... I don't know, um, but I, I I still think it's really uh, well written. I mean, you have stuff like the villains having yep. like a hurdle to overcome, and there's always like a little bit of an edge to the match that makes you care. Yep. Um, even if it may not be the best wrestling. Yeah. So I, I, I think understand that. I think uh, it's I think it's going to be uh, Balor coming out on top okay. because then 
he has, you know, a heel to, to face against. Uh-huh. And maybe this is where Breeze finally gets his push. Yeah. Okay, so Bailey or Banks? Uh, I, I think that's going to definitely be uh, Bailey. I think so, too. Samoa Joe or Baron Corbin? Uh, I think that has to be Samoa Joe. It has to be, right? Yeah. Breeze or Liger? Uh, I'm going to say Breeze. I'm going to he... say, I'm going to say Breeze too, but I think it's, I think the finish will be a little bit screwy. Yeah. I think, uh, I think there'll be kind of a low blow, something where, um, Liger gets pushed into, uh, you know, a turnbuckle and something screwy happens, yeah. you know, something like that. Because I also feel like based off of his promo, mm-hmm. th- there might be an, uh, a, potential for a feud between him and its homie as well i can see that yeah so then what you have is breeze chases the title against balor mm-hmm. screwy finish wins and then uh balor gets called up Atami comes in yeah. and then has something to chase yep makes sense vaude villains or blake and murphy uh i have to say here it's going to be the vaude villains i i think so too we've been really on on point for this so far like like what we actually like we have agreed on a lot yeah there is in uh they announced today, eight-man tag. Oh. Zack Ryder, Mojo Rowley, Enzo Amore, and Colin Cassidy. Okay. Against Jason Jordan, Chad Gable, uh, Dash, and Dawson. That's interesting. Yep. Well, it's a... Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson. It's an eight-man, or is it a... It's it's an eight-man. Okay. So it's it's four on each side. I'm going to say the faces win here, but hopefully hopefully Chad Gable and Jason Jordan uh, gets get the win for their team. Who who else is on their team one more time? Da- uh, Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson, the 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 mechanic, the mechanics, those fucking roughneck dudes. Okay, who they have like cool finishers. Are they are they faces? No, that's the heel team. Zack Ryder, Mojo Rally, Enzo Amore, and Colin Cassidy are the face team. I but aren't like Chad Gable and they haven't really established face or heel like one way or another. Uh, I, yeah. I feel like they're more face than anything. Mm-hmm. But okay. Um... Yeah. I think I think the faces come out on top, but I but I hope Jason Jordan and Chad Gable win. Yeah, um, I agree. Also announced, fatal four way match: Charlotte versus Becky Lynch versus Emma versus Dana Brooke. Interesting. Yep. And um, I feel like we don't need that match. No, I agree. I think Charlotte just wins, and we and it's just like a warm up. I thing. don't think she wins. Oh wow. Okay. I think uh, I think you're gonna either have Dana Brooke win. Mm-hmm. Uh, or yeah, Dana Brooke is gonna win by turning on Emma. I'm gonna disagree and just say Charlotte wins. All right. Uh, somebody who had a good point in the chat. Enzo Amore and Colin Cassidy have to win because they're in Brooklyn. Yeah, you're pretty. Yeah, you're pretty. Mind. You're pretty right. Yeah. Uh, Bull Dempsey versus Elias Sampson. Uh, I really hope it's Bull Dempsey, <laughs> but I don't know if it just for it. contention. I'm gonna go ahead and say Elias Sampson. Uh, Apollo Crews versus Ty Dillinger. Um, oh, poor Ty Dill. Uh, it's going to be Apollo Crews. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Eva Marie versus, uh, Carmella. Uh, Eva Marie. Yeah, right. Even though, didn't we, uh, did you read that article on, uh, on the Squared Circle? That, uh, I guess Carmella is technically a second generation I saw that, yeah, I did see that. Her dad was a jobber. Yep. That's kind of cool. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so that those those are our picks. Yeah. And now let's get into a thorn in our eye. Yeah. Let's uh, let's do SummerSlam Go Home Show for Raw. Yeah. This is the Go Home Show. This is the one that's going to sell you on the pay per view. I think it did a good job. Of that. I thought I thought it was not a bad Raw by any means. I thought that um, it was it was really uh, polarizing in certain parts, mm-hmm. um, but it was mostly a, uh, actually a really good Raw. And I think a lot of that had to do with the crowd. I thought the crowd was very, very good all night. Yeah. Minneapolis, Minnesota, thank you for being a wrestling town. Yes. Uh, home home of the Andersons. So, thank yep. you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank it, you for being re- very good. It really shows. Mm-hmm. So. They were very good. So, the authority comes out, and they do little kisses. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I, I just, I skipped, I what skipped you mean? that. No. Oh. Mm-hmm. When they said authority, I skipped mm-hmm. about five minutes in. And I was right, too. Nope. Uh. The authority comes out. They're cutting a promo. They plug the network and like Pavlov's dog. Everyone chants nine ninety nine. Yep. Um, and then they just run down the pay per view card, which this was like weird. Why was this at the top of the show? Why are they just running down the pay per view card? Mm-hmm. What what is this? When when did Triple H and Stephanie McMahon turn into mom and dad of Raw? They have been for a while. And is this not the comment? This is the commentator's job. Yeah. 
I the crowd was super hot for it, but like this I don't the commentating team. I don't for. fucking get the first ten minutes of Raw were just like here's this match and here's this match it and was here's odd. this match and here's this match and it's like Jesus Christ, come the fuck on yeah. And then we were cool for the summer. That's all. It just kept going. Uh, John Stewart is the uh, SummerSlam guest host in his first appearance since the end of the Daily Show. How his kid loves wrestling. He watches wrestling. I guess so. That's it. Hey, if you have the ability, like if your kid's like, I really like this thing, and you have the ability to be a part of that thing, yeah, yeah, be part of that thing. Yeah. Oh, especially when you're that's your first appearance after. Yep. After that, WWE, after the WWE looks so big right now because of that, and, and ESPN is going to be there to cover it. Yep. And especially because you know, as John Stewart, you're going to make big bank off of this. Yep. He he did this entire. He would have done this for free just for his son. Yep. But he probably had. To, I mean, if I were him, I would have. Oh, he yeah, he made squeezed him. he he made some money. Yeah, I think he definitely made some money. Uh, so good for him. Yeah. Uh, and then Randy Orton's music hits, and Triple H and Stephanie disappear. Where did they go? They left. They're uh, done. Uh, so we have Orton and Cesaro against Sheamus and Owens. Um, Sheamus is now like clutching the Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, like a fucking like, maniac. Like someone's gonna take it. I love it. And it's like, what? What the fuck happened? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it's someone in the chat who said that they were at Raw last night live. Biggest shock was how odd it was without commentary, especially with the Wyatt match where the focus is clearly uh, supposed to be on what Dean Ambrose uh, was saying at the table, and the match was 20 minutes of chin locks. <laughs> yeah, it's always weird That's when, pretty uh, funny. When, when you have to go watch it. The, the first time you see it live, it's very... Um, it, someone said it was 10 minutes, but it's still long. No, it was actually like 13 or 14. Yeah. It was, it was, it, it was like, it, it was, was like a 15 minute match. It was two commercial breaks. Yeah. It Intros, was, commercial break, match, yep. commercial break. Yep. It, it was like a 15 minute match. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird with the first time you go there, it, you watch it and you go, oh wow, you actually have to like focus on the wrestling. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now back in the day, mm-hmm. like when we would go to Attitude Era Raw, mm-hmm. you had a lot to watch. There, yeah, exactly. And I thought there was a lot to watch on this show. Yeah. I thought. Um, ESPN's going to be at SummerSlam to cover SummerSlam. Which Jonathan is, Coachman is going to be there and cover it. Is, it's it's weird, but why not? Oh, it's it's New York. Yeah, that's ESPN's headquarters. I always forget. No, they're 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 headquarters in, in Connecticut. I think. Is it? Mm-hmm. I always thought they were in New York. Nope, I think hmm. they're in Connecticut. Um, so Orton Cesaro against Sheamus and Owens. Uh, Sheamus rolls out of the outside twice and then tags in Owens. <laughs> uh, I like the beginning of this match where Owens is in and then uh, Cesaro gets tagged in. And Owens is like, they're going to like fight, they're going to fight, and then he just tags in Sheamus. Yep, I love that. That was uh, that was good playing in the crowd. So now, uh, we have all this back and forth teasing and everything. Cesaro hits a stall suplex on Owens, which I thought was really good, and the crowd was super hot for it. Mm-hmm. They were really hot for Cesaro. They had the Cesaro section signs, which now WWE is calling attention to. Yes. Which is interesting. They were really hot for Cesaro. Yep, uh, Cesaro hits the springboard European uppercut. Uh, he tags into Orton. Orton gets beat around a little bit. Uh, there's a hot tag to Cesaro, who hits tons of uppercuts. He hits a crossbody, a, cri- a diving crossbody on Sheamus. I thought that was really good. Uh, Sheamus gets a little bit of control. Then he dives off the top, but Cesaro hits that uppercut uh, to reverse it, which always looks fucking awesome. I really like, and we've said this before, I like when Cesaro and Sheamus uh, wrestle because they hit so fucking hard. Yeah. Um, European style wrestling. I feel like those are two guys who hit hard. Um... Luke Harper is another guy who hits hard. And then when he's in a match with any of those three people, Roman Reigns is a guy who hits really hard. Yeah. Um, when he's in a, he's in this match with Harper uh, in a little bit, and it's just... Yeah. They're fucking beating on each other. It's cool. Uh, I thought it was really, really great. Uh, so after uh, Cesaro hits that reverse, that uppercut reversal, uh, he tries to go up and over mm-hmm. the ropes... He, uh, Randy Orton blind tags and then Cesaro tries to do like that open uh, up and over like Misawa spot and yeah. and he gets a little like whoop ah, whoop didn't quite oh almost and then Owens kind of pulled him over you know it worked it looked like he was grabbing him and like yeah whatever yeah it just looked like oh you almost damn yeah uh, but he gets over the top he kicks Owens who goes down to the floor then he uh, gets knocked off by Sheamus who goes to the uh, apron gets hit by that rope hung DDT and, Or- and Orton's, ah, he's going to that place, dark feelings and space and fucking head shit. Um, he goes for the, uh, he's calling for the RKO. Owens comes in and kind of, it looked a little funny. He, like, blocks the RKO and stops it and, like, 
pushes Orton over to Sheamus. It just looked like not clean. Yeah, I think I think he was supposed to eat an RKO, but he uh, Orton must have slipped. Uh, uh, so, something, something happened. Something happened. Yeah. Or he, he wasn't falling when he needed to, so he just looked, he like stepped back dazed. Yep. It, was, it was weird, but it, the end doesn't matter. Yep. So uh, the RKO gets tossed off and then uh, Sheamus eats the RKO. That's it. Yep. Well, here's my question. Why? They have a match. You just saw Randy Orton pin Sheamus. Because nobody's going to remember the end of this match. So Sheamus pins Randy Orton at SummerSlam? I, I guess I guess he has to. If he doesn't, he looks like a fucking chump, and he's the guy who's supposed to be the next World Heavyweight Champion. I think that's kind of his his like run as Money in the Bank winner. I guess. I, 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 I think I, everyone's Money in the Bank win shit is the same, and I'm tired of it. Yeah. Um, take your pre-recorded promo in the back in purple, purple smog smoke. He's gonna, you're gonna rest in peace and there will be no retribution, fucker. You know he won't rest in peace, Eric. <laughs> yep. I didn't care about this promo. Me neither. I thought this was dead weight. I thought it looked so 90s. It was, it, I, I have, I have some ideas about this match, but I, I'll, I'll save this for the prediction, the predictions. It looked like the way that I remember Drive looking. <laughs> I haven't seen Drive in a few years, and that's just how I remember Drive looking. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was just, like, neon purple. It was... Okay. It was dumb. Rollins' authority promo, backstage. Rollins says that if he wins, he wants a statue. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> which means one of two things to me. Yeah. One, he doesn't win. Right. Two, he does win, and this is what I want. This Wait, is what I, 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 want I hope. I hope this is what you're thinking. Oh, yeah. I hope he wins and he gets the statue. Me too. And then he continues feuding with whoever... And then whoever he's feuding with, they go to headquarters where they have, like, this shitty statue among everyone in, like, the lobby, mm-hmm. and they tear it down. Yeah. They, like, pull it down with, like, a truck and then, like, drag it all over yeah. the place, and they keep beating up the statue. Like, have it be, like, Ambrose or something. That's who I was he's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Or Owens or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But how, uh, I, I really hope he wins. I think that would be great. I think, I think that would lead up to uh, a big heat spot where... Rollins could be has he has something to be really pissed about and that's yeah. that's that. I think he has to win this match. God, I hope so. He has to. Yep. But it's John Cena. So who knows? So who knows? Yep. Uh so next we get that match we were talking about, Harper versus Reigns. Yeah. Ambrose is on commentary and he gives Bray Wyatt Saxton's chair. Yeah. <laughs> gives it. Uh steals it from Saxton. Yeah. Uh, we also find out that nobody knows why dogs and cats hate each other. I thought that was interesting. Well, we still don't know if giants are afraid of other giants. That's true. Uh, he he also says that... Um, oh, God damn it. Ambrose... What? I just realized we're going to have to listen to King for four hours. Oh, God damn it. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Uh, Ambrose on commentary in this match, he's comfortable. Mm-hmm. He puts over the match. Mm-hmm. He does his stuff better than the commentators, the, the commentators yeah. honestly. I thought the commentators were the weakest part of the show all night. They weren't given anything. No. But they didn't need to because, thankfully, the crowd was there. Mm-hmm. Ambrose has, uh, and I just, and maybe this is contradictory to what I just said, because I thought he was good on commentary, putting over the match and everything. Mm-hmm. But he hits on a point that I've been feeling in this feud. I don't know why we hate each other. We just do. I also don't know why you hate each other. No. Why are we feuding? Yeah. I think, I, I why, feel... Why they're feuding is because Bray Wyatt stopped Roman Reigns from getting the Money in the Bank briefcase. That is, like, no longer mentioned in this feud. Do you realize that? I thought they did mention it. When? It, during the commentary. I heart, no, he, they said that he got involved in, in a match. They didn't say... They didn't talk specifically about what happened. Is it... Do you think that they're trying to pull... I have no idea. Well, I think, obviously, they're trying to make you forget about Roman Reigns being in that match because it's, a weak, it's like, a weak spot to them and they want him to be the big dog that they want him to be it's just so weird it just doesn't make any sense it doesn't uh it just doesn't make like i don't know what this feud is and god this feud is not over at SummerSlam. even ambrose says like yeah i don't think this will end at SummerSlam. i think we'll just keep fighting until there's nothing left i think that what you said last week Mm -hmm. is really really possible just based on how much dean ambrose kept talking about brotherhood i think you're gonna see a dean ambrose turn on roman reigns uh, I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think it'll happen yet. I think something will happen eventually. Some kind of screwy finish happens at SummerSlam, and they continue at Night of Champions, where I think something big happens because that'll be the thing that people talk about. That's what I think. Uh, I just don't think it'll happen at SummerSlam yet. That's me. What mm-hmm. am I? I don't know. Uh, Harper's too good. 
he's really big and he can gain a lot from this feud, but won't because the feud isn't anything. No. Um, he hits a huge boot on Roman Reigns that I think kills him. He kicks him in the fucking face. He like he really he like he like really kicked him in the fucking really face. Really hit him in the face. Uh, there's power bomb reversals. I thought that was very cool. Uh, I like their spots of like I'm going for a power bomb. No, I'm going for a power bomb. Uh, Harper goes for a dive on the outside, but he gets stopped with a Superman punch. Reigns slides back into the ring, runs at Harper, and eats that spinning boss man slam. I thought that was very cool. I love that slam. Uh, hit, uh, Harper hits that super kick, and then the sit-out powerbomb, which looks so good. He, Fuck, he yeah. looks so good. He does. Uh, the he crowd sucks. gets... The crowd starts getting really into Roman Reigns at, like, the end of this match. Yeah. They're, like, they're super hot all night, but they really got into Reigns. Uh, started chanting for him, getting behind him. Harper goes for the discus clothesline. He gets stopped with a Superman punch and a spear, and that's the end of the match. Uh, Harper eats the loss, of course. Bray yeah. Wyatt goes into the ring after Ambrose and, and Reigns leave, and, and he stands over, he, he kneels over Harper, and he's like, this is the sacrifice. Yeah. Whatever. Don't care. Yep. Because um, there's no way that he wins at SummerSlam. Uh, next match, Tamina versus Becky Lynch. They do kind of a David Goliath thing. Yeah. Uh, this is like the first match that I've seen Tamina snooker wrestle in I don't know how long. And, By herself? Yes. Yeah, and, 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 and honestly, I didn't even think that this was that bad of a match. No. It, it got it got about three and a half, four minutes. Yeah. And um, I think it could have swapped spots with the other Divas match and been more effective. I, I think so. I think that the other Divas match suffered, well, I think it suffered from a couple of things, but I think card placement is definitely something that it suffered I, I from. I agree. I think it was too long and everyone was uh, just waiting for Lesnar. Mm-hmm. I think that you had, I think this match could have gone in the other way. Yes. Um, but you have Tamina and Becky Lynch, they do kind of a David Goliath thing where Tamina's being the big, strong fucking, I'm the muscle. The diesel. Yeah, exactly. And, and Becky Lynch is, is trying to... Uh, Becky Lynch is trying to use her speed to win. Uh, Tamina looks decent in this match. I wasn't expecting much, and she looked pretty good. But she's a um, good wrestler. She's just I, she's not, not that good of a wrestler. Oh, she isn't. No. What, what's go ahead? What's one match? I I I really liked her feud with uh, AJ Lee. Do you remember any of the matches from that feud? I remember the championship match. I don't remember any of the matches from that feud, and I don't remember her being standoutish anywhere. Hmm. So I was very impressed. I thought she looked good doing that, like the the side or like the fallaway slam position into like it's gunslinger is what Billy Gunn called it. Yeah. Into like the rock bottom type move. I thought that looked good. That did look good. Uh, so she hits that. Becky Lynch hits a missile drop kick. Sasha's really animated on the outside. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. And then um, the gunslinger gets reversed into a crucifix and then that gets rolled through into a disarmor and that looked really good. Yeah. And Becky Lynch gets her first win on Raw as a, a singles competitor, I believe. Yeah. Very that, cool. That was her first singles match. Yep. I love it. I love what they're doing with the Divas division. Yeah, it's a it's a revolution. Yeah, it re- and, and how we know it's a revolution is that we're in the middle of it, and they keep calling it a revolution. Mm-hmm. You know, just like a revolution. Yeah. Well, my favorite part of NXT is now my favorite part of Raw. Yeah, there you go. You know, um, my favorite part of Raw is next, and it's great because we get it two weeks in a row. Rusev versus Mark Henry with Lana on commentary. Why are we doing hot this dog? Why Why are we doing this? Because again? exactly what I told you was going to happen fucking happened of course it did uh lana's on commentary mark henry controls some of this match on the outside he's throwing rusev around and i thought that looked really cool yeah i thought him throwing rusev around and then just fucking slamming him those body slams were like so fucking big yeah i thought that looked so good um rusev reverses gets control has uh mark henry on the outside hits a thrust kick locks in the accolade henry tries to get out of it but doesn't and he loses to the accolade he taps out this match is about like four minutes long yeah uh that's why I think the divas, the other divas match, could have gone before this I agree. because this could have been the palate cleanser. Yeah, but, but that's what I think. Uh, Post match, Lana calls out Summer. Uh, they get in the ring together. She slaps Summer. Summer can't believe it. Then she calls out Rusev. Rusev gets in the ring and starts kind of like yelling at her and like moving her close to like the ropes. And then Ziggler returns. He's here to show the world. He's here to show the world. Come on, bring it on. Uh, he shows up. He attacks Rusev. He hits the big DDT, and then. Um, Rusev uses Summer, Summer as a shield mm-hmm. when Dolph Ziggler is about to super kick. That got the biggest heat of anything all night. That was night. great. Yep. I thought that the was... The crowd was like, whoa! Yeah. He, he almost Ooh. kicked her. I thought that was really good. Uh, and then Lana super kicks Summer and Ziggler super kicks Rusev. I thought that was cool. Yeah. I liked uh, Ziggler's hair. Yeah, it's different, right? It was a lot darker. Yep, exactly. Uh, backstage, Lana and Ziggler uh, have a promo. With and JoJo. And... Uh, I, they're so gross, bad together. They're really bad together. Ziggler cuts like the 
It's dumbest. Pro I'm gonna send that caveman back to the Stone Age. All right, how do you? How do I like my beer? Ice cold. <sighs> Fucking stupid. It's whoever wrote that wrote this, and it's dumb. It yeah. was so bad. It's very bad. So bad. I thought that Ziggler being gone really helped this feud, mm -hmm. and now him being back is just like, ugh. like get out of like this pit. Yeah. This gross. is not helping anyone. It's gross. And Ziggler says he's going to have a match with Rusev at SummerSlam. Told you. Yeah. Take your Lesnar video package that we've seen before. Ryback versus Miz. Big Show's on commentary. He's usually pretty good on commentary. Yeah. I like him. Yeah, he was good here. Um, he's promoting his movie with Dean Cain called Vigilante. Uh, the uh, uh, the poster for it says it's going to be Hell in a Cell or something oh, like that. God. which Because it takes place in prison. And he says that he's a bad guy in the movie. I don't know if he's a good guy or a bad guy on commentary because he starts as, I felt like, as a good guy. Yeah. And then halfway is yelling at Michael Cole. Yeah. And talking about how uh, Miz looks like a genderless or gender-confused Jedi. Offensive episode. And uh, it it's like, I don't, are you good or bad? I don't know. What are you? He's the new Alicia Fox. This week's big show is a heel. I don't know. Uh, the Miz pre-match promo here, I thought was so good. Me too. And this is why I want Bo Dallas on Raw, because that's what Bo Dallas should be doing. Yeah. He should be coming out cutting promos like that. Yeah. That's what I think. Um, this has been like the, like, second or third match with commentary. Like, no, it's the third match with guest commentary. It is. Wow. I even made a note of it. That's a lot. Uh, Ryback's fun to watch when he rallies. He's strong as fuck, and he's fun when he's fired up. Yeah. He's, he's like Titus O'Neil. He's a good hot tag, tag team guy. Yep. I think he's better in that situation. Yeah, not an intercontinental no. he, champion. Uh, Ryback hits press slam, then hits the meat hook, and then Miz goes for a crossbody block. It gets caught into a vertical suplex, into a shell shock. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Ryback calls out Big Show. Big Show walks to the back. Anything else? That, nah, that was... Pretty much. Rollins Cena contract signing. Face to mangled face. So that was funny. Mm -hmm. Rollins' promo is so fucking good here. Yes. This is like one of his best promos that it I've is. ever seen him cut. Yeah. Uh, Cena's holding the WWE Universe hostage. The crown chants, yes. John Cena is a disease. Seth Rollins is the cure. Yeah. This is more comic book than the Stardust Stephen Amell feud. Yeah. Like, fuck. I thought that I thought that promo was, he was so good. He's good. He's the, he's the cure for the common Cena. Yeah. I... <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> Cena comes out and cuts a promo. He's fired up. Fuck yes. Yeah. He always cuts good, fired up, angry promos. He steps up to the mic when someone makes him, and I thought he was so good on the mic. He, he talks was. about how it, when, when Rollins loses, Triple H loses too. Yeah. And uh, the difference is Rollins is Triple H's bitch, but Triple H wasn't Ric Flair's bitch, and Triple mm. H is going to, Seth Rollins is going to be seen as bitch. Everyone's a bitch. We say bitch Ooh, now. Yeah. TVPG still. Um, well, every, like, like, once every two months, we can say this. <laughs> uh, I, I thought this was such a good fired-up promo. He just, he says, everyone's chanting, let's go Cena, Cena sucks, and no one's giving a damn about you. That was and so And it's good. like, oh my god, it's so true. That That's where I thought the crowd might have actually started chanting yep. for Rollins, yep. but they're such a good wrestling town, they knew not to. It was it was excellent. It, Very, really, really good pro like, two really good promos that sold me on this match. Yeah. I felt like this was really, really good for the go-home show here. Yeah, it um, was. Next, we have the primetime players in Lucha Dragons against Los Matadores and the New Day. New Day comes out and cuts a rhyming promo, except Xavier Woods gets so fired up he can't even rhyme. He's excited. He's just, he's hot, man. It's a New Day. Hey, we want some New, new Day. day. Uh, Titus O'Neil gets the hot tag. He comes in, fucking beats up Los Matadores, beating everyone left and right. Woods distracts Titus, who eats a backstabber while he's distracted. Then El Torito attacks Woods on the outside, and then uh, uh, Los Matadores and uh, and New Day, they kind of break everything up, and interesting, okay, yeah. that's fine, I guess. Kalisto gets tagged in, and he hits a springboard Hercarana for the win. Awesome. Cool, he gets the win. He's a lot of fun. Uh, we get a Stardust Stephen Amell comic book recap fan art video thing. What'd you think of that? I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was really different from what we usually get, so I liked it a lot. Yes, I thought it was nice, especially because it ends with a uh, with a really cool promo with um, Stardust and King Barrett, mm -hmm. Cosmic King Barrett. I thought that this this is like when you let Barrett talk, 
He's so good yes. and sells a character. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate that the only time he gets to talk is on the way to the ring. Yeah. And even then, it's like fast. And, and it's kind of like tired. I thought he he seemed to be having a really good time in this feud, mm-hmm. in this promo, in, in this program right now. Yeah. Uh, because Stardust and Barrett are going back and forth talking about how, yeah, the Cosmic King and, and the Lords of Dark Matter awesome. and all this stuff. Very cool. And Stardust gives Barrett the weirdest looking shoulder pad thing. Oh, it's, it's awesome. Like, it's like made of like silver plastic and like chain link. It's fucking great. It's so weird. I love it. Uh, we get Nikki and Sasha. Sasha gets the jobber entrance. Bummer. There's a sign that says Naomi is ruining Sasha. I thought that was funny. Sasha mocks Nikki uh, with the uh, she does no, no, the uh, the jumping jacks. Oh yeah. Then there's a slingshot suplex by Nikki. Midsection. It's Sasha rallies back, hits those midsection knees, and then she does the push-ups like Nikki Bella does, and the crowd got really over on that. Yeah. Nikki hits a springboard kick, sort of. It gets close, so Sasha sells it. Uh, Nikki hits the Alabama slam. Uh, Sasha hits that straight jacket neck breaker. I like that a lot. The crowd starts chanting for Lesnar. And this is why I thought those two Divas matches could be switched because this this took too long. Yeah. And you needed something that was just palate cleansing to get you through Absolutely. to get to the Lesnar thing. Um, So the crowd cheers for Lesnar. There's a minor JBL chant, which was weird. Uh, electric chair drop by Nikki. Then uh, there's a rack attack, but it gets blocked when Naomi uh, distracts Nikki. Banks hits the bank statement and Nikki taps. Wow. Yeah. And and up until that point, I was like, who's the heel in this match? They are both heels, and that is why the crowd was not super into this. Yeah. That is another reason why this did not really nope. get the biggest reaction. Nope. Backstage PCB promo. T- uh, from what I understand, PCB is going to TCB like BTO. Uh, and then when they're done there, they go to TCBYs? No, they're going to TGIFs. Oh. Uh. GTFO. To GTM. <laughs> uh, next, we have the main event. Oh. Let me write. Let me read what I wrote. Heyman Lesnar promo. Holy fucking shit, Paul Heyman's the greatest talker in professional wrestling history. Every week, he is untouchable. It's disgusting how no one is even close to being on the same level as him. He has no equal. Agree or disagree? Uh, I'd say that if you let Rollins go unhinged, he'd be not as good, but... I don't think he's even in the same ballpark. Really? Not even... This... Week to week, yeah, the right. most incredible promos. Right. He ta- he builds up the match and everything, mm-hmm. and Lesnar's not even out yet. Then he brings out Lesnar, and Lesnar comes out like he's a fucking conquering war hero. Yeah, he is. Ticker tape and streamers come down. Yeah. The crowd is on their feet cheering, chanting Suplex City. Brock Lesnar has moments of genuine emotion here. Yeah. Where he is, like, overwhelmed by how much Minnesota is, like, putting him over. Oh, yeah. He loves it. And here is where Paul Heyman is the king. Oh, my God. Lesnar stands there. Everyone's bowing to him. Heyman's on his knees and starts singing Glory, Glory, Hallelujah, but replacing the words with Brock Lesnar. Fucking incredible. Absolutely amazing. The singing ends, the gong hits. Lights out. Come back up. No one's there. Yep. Paul Heyman calls them Jedi mind tricks. He shreds Undertaker. You've got nothing left. You will not rest in peace. There will be no retribution. He just destroys him. Yep. Taker gong. Lights go up. Now he's here. He low blows Brock Lesnar. The crowd is furious. Again. Chokeslam Tombstone. And I think this is too much. I think that they had too much physical contact here. They should not have had this much physical contact. Hmm. I thought there was so much build to this match, and they didn't. They'd done so well. I'm not saying just have a stare down and have Rago off the air, but I think that you could have had. You could have. The, had you, the, you could have done it without the tombstone and saved that, or without the choke slam and saved that. You just gave everything away. I don't know. It was just too much. Here's why. Uh huh. Somehow. Uh huh. Brock Lesnar is now the face. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. Like, I mean, they, they planned it really well by having the go-home show in Minnesota. Yep. But now you, like, two weeks ago, Brock Lesnar was still the heel. Now he's the face. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because the second he low-blowed him again and confirmed everything Paul Heyman said, he's fighting dirty to win. Which Brock Lesnar has never had to do, but neither has Undertaker in right. ten years. Right, right. Um, and so he did in mm-hmm. this case. Mm-hmm. And I think that 
Um, if I'm not mistaken, didn't Undertaker debut at a SummerSlam? I no, a Survivor Series. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. Well, either way, I think this is your your retiring of Undertaker. Disagree. That's going to be WrestleMania. Let's go through. Let's go through SummerSlam picks. Sure. I think Undertaker gets this week. Well, I let's just go through that match first. Who wins? I think. I think it's going to be Brock Lesnar. I think Undertaker wins. It, the ref gets knocked down something. Mm. Undertaker looks like he can't keep up. He low blows Brock Lesnar and wins with a choke slam and a tombstone, just like we saw on Raw. So it leaves everyone dissatisfied. And then you have the career match at WrestleMania, and that's how he goes out. That's what I think happens. So you think it'll be... Because I, I think they they like the number of 22 and 1. Do you think it's going to be twenty-two and two? I just don't. I just don't see Undertaker having a, a, a retirement at SummerSlam. That's just it. He's a he's a WrestleMania guy. Synonymous with WrestleMania. That's it. And and that's why I think they will because they keep billing it as the match that's too big for WrestleMania. So they're trying to distance themselves from that until they until in six months they need to book WrestleMania. I mean, uh, it's, I, t- it's title versus career with Brock Lesnar having the title. I, I objectively agree with you. I just wish that Undertaker would retire at this point. And, and like, that's just me being selfish and having my own opinion of, of where Undertaker's career has gone. Yep. So let's go through SummerSlam card. Ready? Predictions. Because sure. uh, we're already over time because we talked too much about nothing. Uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Rusev. Uh, that's going to be Dolph Ziggler. I'm going to say Rusev just to be contentious. All right. Uh, Stephen Amell and Neville against Barrett and Stardust. I think that's going to be uh, Stardust and... Uh, and King Barrett. Wow, okay. I would say Amel and Neville, absolutely. Uh, P- will PCB, uh, uh, TCB against Team Bella and Team Bad? Uh, since I don't know what uh, half of those letters meant, I'm going to uh, say it's going to be uh, Team Bad. It's uh, taking care of business is uh, what TCB meant. Uh, this is an elimination match where if one person gets pinned from the team, the whole team's out. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Team Bella. No, eh, PCB wins. That's what I think because they're like the biggest face team. Um, Owens and Cesaro. Uh, fuck. I honestly I don't know, but I'm gonna say Cesaro because he's getting the push. This match is for nothing. Yeah. So uh, Owens. I don't know. Uh, Roman Reigns against uh, Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose against the Wyatt family. Uh, that's got to be Roman Reigns and Dean Ambrose. I think the Wyatts win in a screwy finish that leads to Night of Champions something. Sheamus against Orton. Uh, Sheamus. Uh, yeah, I think Sheamus too. Uh, primetime players. Uh, sorry, Primetime Players, Los Matadores, New Day, and Lucha Dragons. I'm going to go uh, New Day. I'm going to say Primetime Players because I think it's I think moving the titles off them right now just doesn't... It, like, why? Ryback, Miz, and Show. Uh, let's go with Ryback. I think Ryback, too. I don't think moving the title. And the winner-take-all WWE World Heavyweight Championship and United States Championship match... I'm really hoping Seth Rollins and John Cena. I hope it's Rollins. I think I think it's probably going to be Rollins. I think uh, I think the fact that he had a shirt that said 15 times is the reason why. Well, I'm not even looking into that. That that's a they make that shirt again. It's a 16. They sell it in a week. Yeah, I, I guess so. That's it. Miami Dolphins shirt. There you go. Yeah, they look like Oregon Ducks bullshit. Guys, we did it. Yep. Episode 73 of the Go Home Show, the offensive episode, is in the books. Uh, I can't believe it. Brian even felt weird at the beginning of this mm-hmm. episode, but we wrapping it up. Uh, guys, if you want to get a hold of us, go home show at mega64.com. Go home show at mega64.com is our email address, uh, is where you can email us at go home show uh, on Twitter, the go home show.tumblr.com, facebook.com slash the go home show, youtube.com slash Eric Bedore, where you can watch this video version of this podcast. Ooh. Here it is. Have a look. And uh, twitch.tv slash Eric Bedour is where you can stream us live uh, on Tuesdays at around 7.45. Except maybe next week we're going to try the Mega64 one, maybe. That's twitch.tv slash Mega64 podcast, so keep an eye out. Uh, and uh, rate us on iTunes. Just say five stars. Super, off- like like 90s Howard Stern. Super offensive. Uh, Brian, we did it! Episode 73 of the Go Home Show. It's in the books! That's the book closing. Brian, do you have any parting words to say to our fine-feathered friends? Do I get to be Baba Booey? Uh, no, you have to be Brian. Oh, fuck you. Go home. <laughs>